And we're back. <laughs> Did you say we're back? We're back. Yeah, it feels like it's been a while. Yeah, but the line is, and we're we're live. <laughs> you threw me off there. Whoa! <laughs> you know, gotta All switch right. it up every now and then. We're, <laughs> yeah, we're a little rusty, fresh. but we, you know, try to keep it fresh. Keep it fresh. <laughs> keep people on their toes. Uh, hi, Kevin. Uh, I was gonna say Kev, but I I chickened out. That's fine. <laughs> hi, Kevin. How's it going? <laughs> Usually, there you forgot the middle name. See, you're, you're also keeping people on the Kevin toes. Montgomery <laughs> Clark. Have you, have you used the same middle name twice in the episodes? I'm sure I have. I hope not. But I'm sure I have. <laughs> I feel like someone, someone should keep track. Like, there should, there's got to be a spreadsheet somewhere. <laughs> At this point, I honestly don't remember, A, if you do have a middle name, and B, <laughs> which one is it? Like, if you do. I honestly don't remember. I don't know. <laughs> Okay, if you had to guess, do you think I have a middle name or do you think I don't? See, I also, like, I'm getting flashbacks of, like, conversations that we've had about <laughs> last names and middle names. I want to say no, maybe not. Yeah, I don't. It's not really. Yeah, there you go. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if it makes it even more funny or less funny. Uh, it's okay. Kevin is so warm in this room. It's, oh my God. In recording podcasts, I don't know why. I don't, what, I don't know what about it, but like recording a podcast or like meetings and stuff, get, maybe it gets my blood going or something. Like it's just, <laughs> I get, I get warm. It gets hot, and then if it's super warm like it is now, I just start sweating. It's gross. It's awful. A <laughs> uh, good thing that podcast is just like a audio only medium, you know? Right. <laughs> you think people I mean, can see me? Surely we could edit out the fan noise. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Because I'm usually the one with, like, weird background (laughs) noise issues. Yeah. Uh, No, no, we cannot. Sorry. Um, So, you know, we'll just make it short. We can power through. I got to say, it feels like everyone's in Amsterdam these days. Yeah. I don't Uh, know what's going on, but it feels like the entire internet is just in Amsterdam. Did you also see uh, Michael's? Michael Flores. I did see that, story. and he was like yeah. not even not even the first or the second or the third person that seen that's traveling to Amsterdam right now. So it's pretty, it's pretty wild. Amsterdam's hot. Yeah. Uh, it's a place it's to be. The location. Um, I always say yeah. like every all designers always go to one specific location every year. So it seems like huh. somehow this year it, that location is Amsterdam. A couple years ago was like Iceland. Do you remember that year yeah. where everyone went went to Iceland? Yeah, um, Japan. There's a designer's pilgrimage. Japan like after, that. and then yeah. there was like Portugal one year, and then now, yeah, yeah now it's Amsterdam. So please, uh, I, I like that idea. Yeah, not. Uh, I don't remember if we recorded uh, in between, but but not long ago, the dark room team was was in town yes, for their like exactly all hands or an offsite they had. And and then uh, Tim Van Dam got on on a on a train and and, and came here to like hang out with peeps, nice. um, and I I hang out with them and that was cool. It reminded me of like oh yeah yeah yeah, like sometimes you can hang out with people from Twitter, <laughs> uh, they are real. Uh, met a bunch of people and also then recently I've discovered that we do have a little like circle of indie devs like iOS indie devs. This is just like leading up to Dub Dub. Then also met a bunch uh um like hitty and uh, jordy and uh, you know the glass team is here ah. um so yeah it's, it's a place to be you should, you should visit you should come 
<laughs> yeah, Amsterdam is so beautiful. Such a great, such a great place. I actually have a couple folks on my team now that are based in Amsterdam. So nice. Pretty neat. Uh, yeah, so maybe maybe one day <laughs> we'll go back. If you are a designer and you are on your design pilgrimage and you are in town in Amsterdam, uh, DM me, say hi. Maybe we could get some coffee. I love to meet y'all. <laughs> so yeah cool. that that's the best i I love to like when i i mean back when we used to travel remember <laughs> mm-hmm. uh i would always like mention it on the show or on twitter and then just like meeting folks in person was just always the coolest it's it like played what? a role in me moving here because i met mm. uh listener alex uh alex and, and and he kind of showed me around and that played a role in like me following hard for the city and like you know falling in love with it and deciding to move here eventually so you never know uh okay well let's uh, hey let's start let's get a good follow-up because we do have a bunch of follow-up items uh follow-up as as <laughs> usual from like post dub dub week yeah follow-up <laughs> uh, we haven't done this in a while no one knows <laughs> uh okay so i would like to start with this piece of follow-up, this was a uh, uh, listener, uh, Bayes, uh, wrote in and uh, said, small correction. Uh, so on the last episode, no, no, the, the episode with Joey, we were talking about how the new Air uh, was just 100 bucks more expensive than the old, now base model Air. And we were talking like how that, you know, no one in their right mind should buy the, the older model if it's just 100 bucks difference. Uh, turns out we were wrong. So it's $200 difference which makes more model. sense i think makes more sense and uh they also pointed out that in some eu countries it could be up to like more than 300 euros and you know for us living in europe we, we know the we know the pain <laughs> yes yeah. so expensive uh, <laughs> uh and yeah and apparently it's only one core difference um not from not three as i think uh, joey mentioned so anyway so they said that you know they would still follow the advice, uh, your advice, Kevin, and <laughs> probably bought bought the M1 model and not the M2. For what it's worth, this would not be my advice. I I just think that it's it wouldn't be wrong for people. Like I still think it's a good right. computer. My advice would hundred percent be like, I know the other one would be pro- would probably be fine, but look how much nicer this other one is. Like it's gonna make you happier. <laughs> Yeah, so it feels it feels advice. like it's worth the upgrade, but hey, that's that's the genius of these, you know, these pricing tiers. Like, yeah, it's always easy to go one step above, you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> get, yeah get exactly. extra nice. This is how they get uh, you. But yeah, but there was a small correction and it does make more sense cuz 100 bucks wouldn't make any sense really. Uh another thing I'd like to correct was that we were talking about like about like the Apple's rumored and upcoming AR thing and we were talking about how they like I think at some point I mentioned, you know, like, like just like the Apple Watch, they introduced the Apple Watch without a third-party story, mm-hmm. uh, third-party app, like developer story, and then introduced that later. And you said you were pretty convinced that it had third-party apps at launch. Yeah, I did some like that was always puzzling me. Even editing, like, why, why am I thinking about this? Because I could also agree with your point. So it turns out we're both right, kind of. Okay. <laughs> so. The Apple Watch launched with a pretty poor third-party story, so, app story. So I was right. So, <laughs> That's what you're saying. So you were right in the sense that there was third-party apps, but they were non-native apps. So what you could do is just you could like stream 
from your phone, the app would be running on your phone, and you could like stream the extension to the watch. Mm-hmm. And that was awful experience. Yeah, <laughs> it was really, really bad. really bad, really buggy. So WatchOS 2, um, which came out a year later, so the, 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 the watch was announced in September 2014, and then in June uh, 2015, WatchOS 2 was announced, and then you could uh, for, uh, you know, finally write native third-party apps mm-hmm. you could run on device. So... And that's for me. That's like when it became feasible. So in my brain, like that's when they introduced third-party apps, which <laughs> is not necessarily true. So just a correction, but that was bugging me, and I need to figure that out. What, what the hell happened there? <laughs> but that's that's what that is. Yeah. So I feel like the same thing is is highly likely to happen with all of the AR stuff. Like I just I just don't see them doing like a developer release like some people are are talking about. I think they'll just announce the product and then there's probably going to be some kind of gap between when they announce it and when it's available. And then they'll be working with developers behind the scenes to, to create apps for it. Another thing I wanted to talk about was uh, the new video player that's part of iOS 16. Because I, mm. I don't remember if we've talked about it in our, in our recap episode with Joey. No, because I, I was not even. Yeah, aware I don't think any of us were really aware it. that there was a different yeah. one. Uh, and I thought it, it was kind of an interesting design. Like it, it's obviously very reminiscent of the TV UI, but I kind of wanted mm. to discuss a couple uh, design decisions of it that I think are interesting. Uh, okay. So I think the the first one, at least for me, was the very obvious YouTube cues that this Mm. app takes with the instead of double tap to zoom it's the pinch gesture which i think like youtube really started with Mm -hmm. um and uh so it it, like brings in a lot of cues there and i think it's it's interesting how it's like apple's had these players for a while but i think for all of us using our phones on a daily basis probably the majority of videos that we all watch are on an app like youtube um and so it's interesting to like be taking cues back from third-party apps in that way um i i think it's also really interesting how um when you tap like when the video is playing and you tap in the middle of your screen like in the center it'll automatically pause your video right away even though the control is invisible Hmm. So that's a really that's a really interesting idea. So you don't have to bring up the control to take the action. You literally just like aim your finger at the at the center of the screen and tap, and it'll just hit pause. Um, I found that to be a, an interesting one. Like I still need to, to train a little bit better because sometimes I try to do it and then miss it, or sometimes I don't necessarily intend on tapping in the in the middle of the screen, and I do, and it pauses the video, and it's kind of unexpected. But so they have that gesture, and they also have the scrubbing. So in the new beta, you can put your finger anywhere on the screen and scrub left and right, and then it'll like scrub your video, which I also think is another interesting. I, yeah. So okay. So on on some of those, first it's interesting that they only do that thing of like tapping the where the button would be. They only do that for the play pause, yeah, and not for the seek. Uh, <laughs> which is interesting and then the the scrubbing it feels like I mean, this might be a beta thing but it feels like they got rid of the like slide up for more precise you know movement you remember that, that interaction? oh that's right 
I think they got rid of it, at least definitely the prompt. But I, yeah, I don't think it's working. So like on really long videos, let's say like a whole movie, like an hour or something, the little scrubber, if you want to do precise seeking, that could be more challenging. The, you know, you know what's the one thing? I think overall it's an improvement. Um, and the UI feels lighter uh, and also, you know, yeah. Uh, but the one thing that I do miss is when I'm watching videos on a landscape, right? Mm-hmm. And I would hold my phone with my left hand. So my phone is like grabbing the left end of my phone. Mm-hmm. And then if I want to seek forward, before the the like previous you know back five seconds and more five seconds would be at the at the left of the scrubber, and I could reach it with my hand. But now I have no way of like hitting next, seeking like ten seconds ahead with my with just one hand. Now I kind of need to use two hands. Yeah, which yeah. I don't know if, how much of an edge case that is. But <laughs> yeah, I think it's a bit of an edge case. <laughs> I mean, it it's mostly I think just retraining. I guess like how you use your your phone, how you hold it. Mm-hmm. If I'm watching something, I'll typically hold it with my two hands like this. And so mm-hmm. I have easy access. I think what I want them to do is enable the double tap on each sides to fast forward. Oh, yes. So go full in to that YouTube like version. Yeah. Um, so then I, I think really don't, it, it like fulfills the vision where I really don't have to bring up the UI like 99% of the time. Right. If I slide down the video player dismisses. If I slide side to side, I fast forward through. If I double tap on either side, it's just like the jumps. And if I tap in the middle, it's play pause. Like I actually think that's super interesting. 100% agree. I feel like that double tapping the edges to seek should become a standard. Yes. Just like pull to refresh did. I think this at this point deserves deserves that, that, that adoption. Because it's just... Now I expect it in every app. It was just like what kind of other things, kind of like like let's say uh, swipe down to dismiss like an image or a video. Yep. That I think was with Tweety maybe or Tweetbot maybe. I remember something like that. I think Tweetbot still does it like way over the top, and you can flick it and spin and rotate. Uh, But I feel like you know, and Apple did adopt that now. Um, Yeah, and I know Facebook has done that like a while Mm. back. Um, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, um, I would say the one downgrade I think is when you change the volume while watching a video, it puts like an entire screen overlay over your screen, which is a bit of a bummer instead of just dimming the zone where your volume is changing. So I love to see them like rethink that a little bit. But um, the rest, I think it's very nice work. And if you had asked me, do they? Wait, need- I don't see that. So you're, so you're watching the video, and then use your volume sliders. You'll see how the entire screen gets gets darker. Oh, okay, I see. See, because I wasn't using the 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 buttons, and here's something kind of weird. You do have the volume icon at the top right. Mm-hmm. You tap it, and you like mute it or unmute. But like. I guess you would use the buttons. I wasn't thinking about that. But like you can swipe, like slide your finger mm-hmm. on the icon to adjust the volume. But like if you didn't know, there's no way of you knowing that there's any slider for you to look at or slide your finger on. Yeah, well, uh, that's another one. It seems like they've removed all of the scrubber like 
little like circles yeah. <laughs> basically everywhere on here and also on the the music player as well yeah then and the now playing thing on the now playing screen yeah which it, is pretty interesting i don't like it i don't like that change um <laughs> i don't know what they're thinking maybe they're thinking is like all right at this point everyone knows you can do this so <laughs> right. we don't need a little grabber and because now you allow you to drag anywhere you don't have to start on the little like in the grabber thingy so maybe that's better but like it's execution wise it's still finicky sometimes i want to adjust thing and i can't get the thing to start like the dragging to initiate maybe it's a beta thing i don't know yeah I no like i agree i also feel like it's l- a lot less tactile it's obviously i mean i don't think it's changed at least for me personally much to my usage of it like i i can use it just fine but there's something mm-hmm. that's that feels maybe a bit less satisfying um, mm-hmm. And I think it it makes sense for TVOS in that case, and so they're kind of bringing that over. But I, yeah, that's one that I thought was like, hmm, bold choice. Like I, I don't think I would have gone there personally. I'm not a big TVOS. Th- I don't doesn't have. Touch. Yeah, I don't hugely. I, I don't really dislike it. I think it's fine, but it's I. Yeah. It, it's like who who was this bothering? <laughs> this is my question. <laughs> right. Who was like, this is really like I, I think about Alan this Dye. night, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alan Dye could not could not sleep until they got rid of these <laughs> drag handles on these lighters. Um so yeah. Anyways, this is maybe like a impromptu like design breakdown review thing, but um <laughs> I thought it was just such an interesting little piece of UI that basically no one was asking for them to change, but they changed anyways. Um, and I'm kind of glad that they did. Like, I think I, if, especially on this version of iOS, at least personally, I feel so starved for new design ideas. <laughs> like, I just feel <laughs> like so little has changed from a design perspective that, that I think this. Well, I think Joey's happy about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we are sponsored this week by zeppelin they are back uh and they wanted us to tell you all about flows so zeppelin have noticed a trend with designers that are trying to explain their design intention by adding arrows lines shapes and a bunch of other extra layers to their figma files and look we've all been there But that approach makes it difficult to edit and make changes. Every time a screen is added or removed, all the lines need to be redrawn. Flows are a fast and effective way to create and outline user flows and journeys. Designers can use flows to connect screens in seconds and map complete user journeys, showing not just the happy path, but all possible paths and behaviors. All you need to do is add the screens you want in a flow, then add a connector, which will snap into place to connect screens or design elements. You can even add a label to clarify edge cases or error paths, and that's so important. As you publish new versions of your designs, your workflows and connectors will get updated automatically as screens change. Here's how it's different than doing it directly in Figma. Doing this in Figma would be super time consuming and really difficult to maintain. So they've added additional features, groups, boards, and flow previews to help further organize flows 
And uh, these tools are dedicated and purpose-built specifically for the kinds of workflows that designers typically have to do. So groups can cluster and name a set of screens and flows. So for example, if you're working on a login flow or a payment flow, maybe onboarding screens, you can use groups. Boards uh, are like folders or tabs. So you can organize by specific product features, uh, dev teams, whatever is best for your team. And then flow previews, uh, they show you what the next screen in the flow is. So you get an idea of what's coming. So if you want to learn more, simply go to zeppelin.io slash features slash flows. You'll be able to learn all of these new new features and see how they can help you improve your process and design better interfaces. So check it out. Our thanks to Zeppelin once again for sponsoring this show. And uh, yeah, level up your, your designs with Zeppelin. So the next one on my list, one of the things we, that we talked about with Joey is how initially I felt like a lot of the the examples that Apple was giving of the new lock screen designs didn't even look that good to me. <laughs> uh, and I was like, hmm, that seems like a bad sign uh, that even their like perfectly curated marketing images didn't always feel that great. Um mm-hmm. And so I've been playing a lot with lock screen uh, ideas of like different different kinds of wallpapers, different settings. You can add widgets or remove them. Like there's lots of different things you can do. Um, and I was kind of curious to hear what you've landed on as your lock screen setup after a week of using the betas. God damn it. I'd, I don't like, I don't know yet. I can tell you where I'm at now, but I don't feel like this is where I'm going to land. Okay. Uh, like I said, I think, well, did I say it on the show? Uh, whatever. I, this new, like, rem- creating that depth thing and, and, uh, removing the, the, the subjects, you know, put it in front. And it's not just that. It's also like there's some kind of like darkening of the background, especially the animation of unlocking. Yeah. You can see that happen. Um, I think the technology behind that, like background removal kind of thing is the feathering. Like, anyways, impressive, really, really well done. Uh, especially with like hair and stuff. It's uh, anyway, impressive work. And I've been using a lot of my own pictures, um, which never happened ever since I used an iPhone. Um, it's so I, funny I, how you know, similar we are. <laughs> I've started. I've started using some. Even the ones that the the system suggests in a little like what I call it like the gallery thing, some of them are like, oh yeah, I totally forgotten about the, about that picture, but it would make for a really good uh, lock screen, so that's nice. But it's mostly like pictures of my son and stuff, and they're you know he's super cute, so that's <laughs> fun. But most recently, like the one I'm using right now, when you asked me the question, I've been using the astronomy face with the Earth, uh, like zoomed out. Mm. which is gives me a lot of vibes of like original iphone i think which that was the the wallpaper just you know picture of earth and i think it's interesting how uh, you know it kind of changes during the day so it always reflects you know earth where from where you are so at night 
it, you see it, you know, <laughs> at night. Anyway, that's what I've been using because I it's mostly because of that animation of like going from lock screen to to home screen, how it pans out Earth. I think that's pretty cool. So yeah, that is really cool. Right now, what what about you? And I haven't used that one much. So so far for me, the best setup is kind of. Like you said, I think the the coolest thing about these new uh, wallpaper options is the depth effect with an image. Mm-hmm. Um, so what I would tell people to do, which is what I'm doing, is mm-hmm. first optimize for that. I think I want every single one of my, my wallpapers <laughs> to have the depth effect, which means complications are out the window. Like I have yeah, to prioritize no here. No widgets on here, uh, except the top one. So where the date is, I put in mm-hmm. the weather there. So that's actually like same that's nice. exact same. Um, okay, and then find images that have the cool like depth effect. And so there's a couple different modes essentially that I found. Like when you pick the wallpapers, there's one where it auto suggests you pictures, and it's a fairly limited limited set of pictures that they pick from there's like at least for me right now the ones in rotation yeah there's like maybe like 10 of them like it's a very small amount and for me very hit or miss like mostly miss um but what you can do is you can set it up so you pick your the pictures manually so this is what i've done and you can pick up to 40 pictures and so I picked like 40 pictures and carefully like zoom them in, right? Because you can, when you're in that edit screen, if you tap on the screen, it'll switch to the other picture and then you can like zoom it in and place it correctly. So I've done that for all 40 pictures. Uh, and then, 40. Yeah. And then there's, it took a long time. Uh, and yeah, I also, in the beta one, I did that for, the beta, for beta one and I had to, like, to do it like three times because <laughs> it crashed every time. Um, uh-huh. And there's also an option in the lower right corner, I believe, where you can set how often you want the picture to change. Mm -hmm. And so I found the best thing is to have it change every time you wake the screen, at least for Mm -hmm. me, is the nicest. Because like every time you pick up your phone, it'll be something different. Um, And I've been really enjoying this. Like I never used to have pictures on my lock screen, which I get is maybe a weird thing like it's like i guess like a a tech nerd thing to not have like a picture of your dog or whatever um but uh i've been really enjoying just like being hit with these like little like moments like these memories and i think it actually does look really good um and the extra tip i would give is once you set that up the default is that your actual home screen will be matched to that wallpaper. But if you go into settings and then wallpapers, you can change the wallpaper for your home screen to be different from your lock screen. Uh, and so there, this is where I set one of my like gradient style, like traditional wallpapers for my phone so that when I'm in the page with the apps, like anyways, I never thought it looked that great where like someone has a bunch of a grid of apps in their forehead. Like that's just not the best look. So um, I'm using something that's more minimal there. So I would say like for me, at least for now would be the best setup for this new layout. I think I would have the exact (laughs) setup as you if I had the patience to 
go over the 40 picks and i couldn't even do like three or four because like it was so buggy <laughs> i, I should give it a shot now in beta too um that with the one exception is that i was using the uh for the for the home screen the option to just blur the background of the lock screen mm. and it's quite an aggressive blur so you kind of really just have like hints of the of the like colors uh i wonder with the changing images if it would be too weird to also have your home screen different every time you use it or wake it but yeah good tips yeah um nice. also okay can i just say one thing one more thing on yep. the widgets thing i find that the so cal- if i were to use a widget on my on my lock screen the calendar widget would be probably the main one because i my calendar is just a mess um it's so small <laughs> as to be like mm-hmm. almost pointless there's so much margin on on both sides and space that i can fit like only a handful of characters before it gets truncated and same thing for a lot of like the weather one like <laughs> right now i have i have one because i tried the the planet lock screen and it just says light rain for t dot 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 <laughs> that's what it shows <laughs> it's like apple like please be aware of truncation so hopefully this gets ironed out in the in the beta cycle but i've just found that i don't know i've just been underwhelmed let me just say with the the amount of real estate that they have and how they're able to pack mm. that information on that that lock screen for widgets i think the the answer to that is you have to make your own you know but i don't i don't know that that would change anything about the space though i think that's the problem is the slot is too small i i almost wish that i could put one big one all across and not because mm-hmm. right now it's only half half sized they might be going for parity with the uh, with watch os i can see more characters on on my watch <laughs> that, that's also <laughs> the funny thing right so anyways i will i'm filing uh, an official complaint here <laughs> about this but other than that honestly i've been enjoying the new lock screen stuff it's been it's been really fun to to play with and honestly probably the biggest change that ios 16 has been bringing for me Hmm. um and also i gotta apologize about the notification stuff i think i when i first saw it in our episode with joey i was like i really don't like this notifications at the bottom thing in practice i really haven't found that to be problematic uh in my real world use case like it's just fine same one thing that i did turn off i i guess it's not ios 16 specific complaint i think this same with 15 but i think maybe i was just paying more attention to notifications now i had to turn off the notification summary like it's so annoying it was so annoying because it like it just extra taps to actually see your notifications yep and anyway so yeah, I, I also I haven't turned it that. off yet, but I was thinking about this oh, so exact annoying. thing today, where I was like, because actually, weirdly enough, and maybe with like I'm revealing a lot by myself here, I set up the <laughs> notification summary because I have nothing to put in this in the summary. Like I'd be actually right. be curious to know what apps you're doing, um, but I actually think the the piece of UI is actually kind of cool. Like just looks good visually. So I added news overcast, which I don't even really use, but because it has a cool <laughs> orange icon and test flight, because I was like, I never really care about the test flight notifications, really. Um, so they're all together in 
this uh how do you call summary. it like the summary um and i would get it every now and then and i'd be like oh like that looks neat and then it, i just like look at the layout of how they lay out the the notification but since now there's just more going on on my lock screen that i actually want to see it's just so annoying to have this giant card and then in order to get to anything i have to like tap through and then it gets to the like weird yeah. layout and then i i really don't know like my w- my resolution was just I should just turn off like anything that I would want to put in a summary. I should just disable the notification. <laughs> yeah, do it. I did that last night. <laughs> Kid you not. <laughs> like I've had enough with this. And they also didn't mention it at all. Like it, it doesn't seem like they find it a success or they want to invest too much in it because it, it's not changing <laughs> since they introduced <laughs> it. And they didn't even mention in, I don't think any of the screenshots or marketing stuff or like keynote when they're mentioning notifications. I don't even think they showed it off. So, I think this is dead. I think it's failure. Call it. Um, hey, an, another thing I want to show you. I tried the continuity camera. How was it? You remember that? Yeah, I remember that. Um, so, for people who don't remember, this is the, the, the feature in macOS Ventura. Ventura? I don't know. Uh, and where you can use your phone as your webcam. I was really into it. And, I mean, mostly just curious. Um, not like seriously considering using that as my camera mostly because it's just annoying to just like set it up set your phone i guess it depends on how much calls you're in a day uh but holy poops it's seamless like it's so easy like there's no button to press or to to accept or whatever here i can do it right now um here video i'll choose my phone my phone is locked here boom just as a little and this is, this is my phone, I guess. Oh, cool. Look at that. Oh, wow. The quality is so much better. <laughs> it looks so good. <laughs> they, they should put that on their marketing webpage. <laughs> yeah, but they the, can't. The Opal camera. Uh, if I move it, if I put the phone portrait, it, it just has a more intense crop. Mm. Yeah. And if I put a landscape, you have the wider thing. Um, interesting how, like, I think, I think I just saw this on Twitter. Um, when you use the, what do you call it, the desk mode? Oh, which, by the way, was broken on beta 1. Let me try now because I have beta 2. Let's see how broken it is. Um, so apparently what it's doing is using the ultra-wide camera to show you the desk, but it, it stays, it still uses the wide camera as like the one, like the webcam camera. Yeah, it's yeah, so two, it uses two, cam- two lenses, which I feel like it already did. It's broken. <laughs> Desk view is showing my belly <laughs> right now. <laughs> Not my desk. Well, that's another thing. I mean, I don't know how they're actually doing it. Maybe there's actually some uh, portion of the image that they're discarding with the wide-angle camera. But, um, like, I can't get it. Like, if I take a picture with my phone with a wide-angle camera, you don't yeah. see my, my desk at all. <laughs> I don't understand how they're doing it. And also I thought, oh, maybe because it's optimized for laptop use, but the laptop would be even more tilted back, right? It would be further from your desk. It's not like like the lid yeah. of, your desk, of your laptop. It's tilted you know, back, not... I mean, it's I technically know. closer to the desk, but yeah, I agree that the, the angle would be, would be But weird. you don't want close. You want just, you know, it's the angle. It's yeah. all about the angles, right? Yeah, that's a good point. Um, so I like 
from beta one and beta two experience, just me trying out the feature out of curiosity, I don't understand how they're going to pull this off, like to match any of the like the demos that we've seen. Like it's far. Like it's not like you can only see the edge of my desktop. No, you 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 only see like my, my <laughs> belly, <laughs> which is it's the last thing I want to show on a screen. Like it's like this. <laughs> belly and groin region like please just don't just don't put the camera don't yeah belly it's, mode yeah from from belly from mode. from the team that brought you the studio display <laughs> introducing <laughs> belly mode we wanted to do God. we wanted to do desk mode but <laughs> this is the best we could do <laughs> but uh but hey i think everything else about it about the future it's it's already impeccable and i really gotta say like the iphone camera is shockingly better than your other webcam <laughs> like shocking and i'm using better. the opal when you when you yeah. switched back it was like oh god was it this bad all along <laughs> like, <laughs> just like you know when you uh well actually i don't know i don't know if, like it, it, when you get a new pair of glasses or something like it's just yeah oh my gosh this this i how how was i ever able to look through my old glasses <laughs> so but can you can your iphone camera do this did you see that that. (laughs) rafa just like made a peace sign and then all the lights went out (laughs) yeah (laughs) love it that's amazing the the opal i have to say because i've been you know pretty pretty rough uh with my feedback on the opal um pretty harsh but so, but the, there's a new like the lighting been a new, <laughs> on your <laughs> oh, dang. oh man, contrast um, pretty harsh. <laughs> what was I gonna say? Oh, so there was been there's been an update, software update, still in beta. Uh, but they've introduced a couple of features. Like one is the ability to use Opal like in any video software, like FaceTime even and stuff like that. Cause before you could only use it in some, like I couldn't even use it with around, which is the app mm. that I use. Um, so I had to, like, if you turn off, if you quit the like Opal software app thing, then it reboots the camera into just straight up like raw mode. And then you could use that. But anyway, so with this new software update, now you can use it with any app and that that's cool. And another thing they introduce is, Two gestures. I know they've highlighted the gestures in, in their marketing stuff. So it's the peace sign. Like if I do the peace sign, it just turns <laughs> off the camera on and off. Oh, it's the camera and, that turns off, not the lights. <laughs> no, it's the camera. It looks to me like, off. you know, it turned off all the lights in your in your room. Yeah, because it has a light, nice animation, like a fade out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and the other gesture is if I do a pinch. Wait, two pinches? Oh. There you go. I do a pinch. It, it does the center stage. Thing. Oh yeah, it's just as bad as regular center stage. It's a bit more responsive. How do I turn it back? Is it one or double? Two? Yeah, because the 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 description of the gesture says click. Mm. I wouldn't think of. Maybe Should be double click. Oh, oh! <laughs> it was a single click. I don't know. Anyway, this is a great podcast. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so anyway, continuity camera. Uh, uh, cool, exciting. I I I'm looking forward to the third party stands now, <laughs> mm. since uh, Apple doesn't seem to be interested in doing their own. Um, <laughs> and the the Belkin one that they've used in the keynote, not particularly nice in my opinion. The one I've used in like the tweet uh, that I've whatever. Um, I just have like a stand, like a, a MagSafe 
little stand that you're supposed to just attach it to like any camera like tripod camera adapter thing um so i just use that like in the back of my display i guess i could like make my own like 3d print a little like hook or something into the the back of the xdr um maybe because it's nice to have the max the max safe you just throw your phone in there um nice yeah Yeah, i would i mean i i'm sure i would use this feature in in some circumstances and so i'd probably try to find a way to 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 get one and see how i can hook it up to to my computer i probably wouldn't use this on a daily basis because i it just seems like if you're like constantly taking your phone in and out this that'd be (laughs) not ideal but um every now and then like i would for sure uh make good use of that so yeah let's say you're in an important call or like a maybe an interview. Yeah, or you or do like a conference talk, or like have yeah. to record something. Why not? Yeah, just be mindful. Like, be aware that <laughs> you can't use your phone. <laughs> you know, like right. you're in a really long meeting, like all hands, like oh, I can't check on Instagram. Well, that you know, <laughs> it's like all of a sudden aware. the camera is like pointing to the ceiling. <laughs> it's like oh, yeah, Rafa's looking okay? at his phone again. <laughs> Um, uh, Ra- yeah, Rafa, uh, oh. I want to send you. I want to send you a link. Um, okay. Is this? Are you fishing me? <laughs> Tell me when. You- oh my god! Oh my god! So it's, it's happening, everyone. It's happening. So basically, what I did is I sent Rafa. A link to getuntil.app, uh, which is the brand new website that I made for my app that I've been working on uh, called Until. Uh, at the moment that we're speaking, it's not 100% finished. Like, there's a bunch of, of like little things that I want to fix and, and tweak. Uh, but I thought it was too good to miss this opportunity to just surprise Rafa with it. Um, oh my and god. And it's the app's already live on the App Store, so like you can like click <gasps> it, it's there. Uh, it's ready to go. You can download it, you can use it, try it, uh, tell people about it, like tweet about it. Uh, the app is out and so I'm really excited about it. Haven't haven't tweeted anything, right? <laughs> about it yet. So we gotta wait until we release the show. Um, but yeah, I oh finally my did it. God, <laughs> what is happening? You know, I was going to ask you about this on the show. I was sort of Whoa. expecting, but then I could also see the time, and I was like, "Okay, we gotta, we gotta, <laughs> we gotta do it, dude." Oh my god, Con- congratulations! This the landing page looks incredible. Um, wow, oh, wow, it looks really good. I can't, I can't believe it's on the store. Even you didn't tell me about it. Jeez. It's actually been approved for a while, and then I was like holding oh for a developer God. release, because um, then it was like I totally wasn't done with the website, and then WWDC happened, and I was like I'm not about to release an app in the middle of WWDC week, um, and so yeah, here we are. Congratulations, buddy! Wow, this is really good. Thanks. You did it. How does it feel? How does it feel? Feels great, uh, and also not <laughs> real yet because I basically <laughs> right. haven't told anyone. <laughs> So, um, you're all, all of you, all of our listeners are the first ones to know. Um, so, wow. But I'm really proud about with this because I'm. 
basically famous for never releasing any of my side projects. <laughs> and this is the first one that I actually release. In you a broke very, the curse. Very long time. <laughs> I broke the curse. I got to a Look point this. with this, which is like, I don't know if it's a good thing to say, but where I was like, I just don't care anymore. I just want this to be out and <laughs> That's like, the spirit. get it out there and like <laughs> people can use it or not. Like I don't mind. Like it's just I I just want it to exist. Um Incredible. No, but obviously I, I, I do care and like please send me your feedback and I have lots of ideas <laughs> for, for things that I want to improve. But um but yeah, it's just been like great to actually finish something and then be like Yeah it's done like people can actually use it they can see it like there's it's a complete thing it's not that thing that i've had on my to-do list like literally like i've had an item in my to-do list for over a year right of this thing to just be able to check this off and be like okay done um is going to be amazing again i still have a couple changes that i need to make to the website like there's a couple pieces that are missing a couple things that are not quite working i also i was like i'm probably expecting that rafa will have notes for me so i was like if you do uh let me know like for example some of the events i'm actually going to change what the events are um on the some of the like little widgets um Mm -hmm. so i'm gonna like tweak a couple of the screenshots like i know the the signal strength (laughs) has like no bars and stuff like that and so there's a bunch of stuff like that that i need to that i need to tweak but other than that it's looking pretty good and so i'm gonna tweet it out i don't think i'm doing like any big press like stuff on like begging people for reviews and stuff like i just I don't know. The app's out. Like, it's fine. You know, like, <laughs> if yeah. people want to use it, they can use it. Uh, if people want to talk about it, they can talk about it. But if not, that's also okay. Um, but yeah, I'm pretty excited about it. I personally use it a lot. I think it's a, it's a really focused, simple app. Um, one of the things that I wanted to talk about also with this, which I think we've talked, we've touched on a little bit, but, um, it's some, a, a feeling that I've, n- I don't feel like I've encountered as much before, but the feeling of like, hey, this is, I'm really proud of this app and this app is great. It's also, frankly, like a simple app. Like, it's not, yeah. probably not the most groundbreaking thing. Uh, and like, I've been tr- really trying to separate the like, what I feel is my personal like uh, worth of like, hey, this app has to show everything I'm able to do as a designer. It's like, yeah, Kevin, no, probably not. May I, right? Like, yeah. May I remind you that you have a day job? Like, <laughs> like this is like the 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 this is the the change, the pocket change that you have in your like time and skills and and mental energy. Like you fo- you do your job, and then whatever's left. There's any spare stuff, energy, in creative output? Yeah, all right. Can you channel that into a podcast? Okay. Anything left? Well, yeah. I can do this one little small app. Is that cool? Absolutely. That's incredible. Yeah, exactly. And so it's like, I, th- I think it, it's, it highlights some of the things. Like I got to play with some fun stuff. Like I integrated a bit of 3D in there. I've learned about in-app purchases. I've certainly learned a lot about iCloud syncing uh, <laughs> and that kind of stuff. Um, so I've learned a lot uh, through it. 
Um, I think I'm just, yeah, I'm just happy for it to exist. I think it'll be interesting as my little sort of guinea pig app in a way where, uh, you know, with new iOS features and new iOS releases yeah. and stuff like that. Like, I, I'm definitely going to be doing an update to support the the lock screen widgets, even though I don't use them personally. But um, so that, like, if people want one these, they they can have them. Um, so it's just nice for it to be out there. And it's from from this point on, it's like it's easy for me now to just release updates um, over time and and continue making it better. So, yeah. Yeah, man, congr- congratulations! It's it's really nice to see this actually out. Uh, I was gonna, I thought about like, man, that Kevin, I need it, I need it, I need to Thanks. tell him, you know, I need to push him. And <laughs> I gotta to say, a large part of this has been thanks to you and <laughs> your support <laughs> and annoying annoyance. <laughs> <laughs> but like uh, in the moments where I was less motivated, I could think about you uh, asking me about my app and me saying once again, oh, I haven't, I haven't done this long. I haven't done my homework yeah. this week. Shame-driven uh, development. Shame-driven development. <laughs> it actually works. So uh, thank you so much. And uh, yeah, I'm really excited to see what people do with it. <laughs> so, do you want some notes on the landing page? Yeah, sure. I think this is probably okay. interesting for people. I think, right? Like, I I think there there's a couple of things that are missing too. Um, so there's gonna uh-huh. be like three D or not three D, but like tiles in towards the the top banner that will be like popping out like over and under the phone. It's gonna be okay. more interesting. Some of the cool. I'm gonna change the events because I had, for example, like WWC with like even a fake date, but like that's in the past now. So I, I'll probably find something else. Um uh-huh. and yeah, like there might be a few little. Oh, also, I gotta fix that gradient bending thing. <laughs> also, you see that the um, yeah. So, well, first, I love the how, that subtle effect of like highlighting the thing out of both the the device, but like let's say the Apple Watch. I love how you highlight your your own complication mm-hmm. from the rest of the face. That's really nice. Uh, very subtle, but very very effective. Yeah, I was actually I actually went back and forth on this. Like, <sighs> I like it. Okay, great. I like it. Somehow, I like the 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 watch better than let's say the widget because mm. it's more it's closer to reality, it's less abstract. Right. Um, but anyway, uh, I okay. I would say like first, I see the gradient cut off. Um, from like the radial gradient on the top left, huh. I can see the screenshots. Maybe this is a yeah, not please great do. podcast material. <laughs> um, uh, the 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 radial gradients on the phone are like way too small. Maybe like stretch them out on 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 mobile. Um, and then two, just two little things. I would say the title. Just call it until. Drop the app. Oh yeah, feels like you have sure. opinions on that. No, yeah. it's I have more struggles actually with it because um, okay. I actually don't think it, I, I think you're right. I just think it doesn't look good because <laughs> until just like fits perfectly like under the app icon and I just don't. Oh yeah, I like, see. That's good, uh, but that's that's a valid point. I should probably find another solution or just do like until comma for iOS or something. Mm. Or okay, I'll think about it. Yeah. Okay, and then last one. This is you're not going to like this and this might be very like outdated uh, feedback or or advice 
but I've had in the past uh, experience with Apple not telling me to do something, but like, you know how Apple does it. It's like the godfather. Like, you would be great if you could use the download on the App Store official badges, which look not as good as yours. Yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't fit as much. But I've had experience in the past in where Apple PR like really wants you to use those. And maybe, I don't know, that's that's just well, just FYI. Apple, you, <laughs> Screw can, them. you, you can have my, your people call my people, and then we'll see. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we, we, get, we can negotiate. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Every man has his price, so... Yeah, all right. Uh, you all know, right. If if you want me to change it, I'll I'll happily change it in exchange for a nice promotion. <laughs> yeah. But for what it's worth, Good it is you. the um I've I took the actual thing, but I've made mm-hmm. some slight adjustments to it to fit better. Mm-hmm. I can see that. It's very close. Uh good job on that. So for your screenshot, you mentioned the 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 cellular like the the how many bars. Yeah. So I've tweeted this early. Earlier today, and I favorited the tweet. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> there's these this, these command line uh, commands, command line commands. Sure, uh, they can run to like um, to to manipulate the status bar on on the simulator. But also, uh, a coworker of mine, uh, Jesper, shared this with me. There's like this tweet. Apparently, there's this. Uh, it's from uh, Simon uh, Stovern. I pr- probably mispronouncing. But uh, they've released this na- this uh, menu bar little utility. Um, it's on test flight. I'm going to share a link with you. Mm. You can just download. I just tried it, and it's effectively like a GUI, small little menu bar thing to do the same thing, like the the command line thing. Uh, for some reason, I wasn't able to uh, have the four bars work with the commands. Like maybe it's a beta thing, but uh, but it's working with with this little utility. So it's called. M- MU status bar, MU status bar, I guess. Hmm. I don't know why. Why MU? Um, <laughs> and yeah, it's a little menu bar dingus that has a little mustache icon, and you can uh, just 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 choose the appearance, like nine forty five a.m. You know, for the time, um, and that'll give you all the bars and have your status bar. Ah, that's, that's great. Nice. Um, yeah, give it a shot. Very cool. Probably be helpful. So that's a that's a great Congrats, recommendation. <laughs> thanks not my official recommendation i also had so this is also kind of the website is also mvp of this which is part Mm -hmm. of my sort of mindset with this of like dude like you just gotta get it out um uh, what i wanted to do was have real countdowns for the events on the website so i thought it'd be cool if like you know the on the watch widget and the phone widget ah. they're actually counting down like kind of like some of the stuff that you're doing you've done with some of your your websites so i'm i may do this as like a silent update in the future um and That's essentially like have different sets of events uh so that one once one event expires there's there's always another one right to take its place um and so that's one thing that I would love to do at some point in the future. Um, I would say don't do that because that, that sounds like a lot of trouble, like especially in a year when you don't care about the website. So just do the, the thing, maybe resets or something. I don't know. What you hey, mean? you should also, if you're going to do that, do the same for the Apple Watch Yeah, time. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's, right. that's what I would yeah, want to do. Um, and then if I want to be like really intense, I would have to also do it for the phone's time. <laughs> 
<laughs> but uh, we'll see. Um, it's the same code. Yeah, you can do it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's more the annoying thing is the placement of the time and then the scaling so that it scales proportionally with the phone <laughs> as you resize. But uh, I see. You know yeah. what I mean? Like all of these things <laughs> yeah. kind of need to resize. Um, this is scale of the whole div. Should should work? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. This is just going to be hacky a little bit. Um, yeah. The other thing that I wanted to do, which I hate that i came up with this idea of so late in the process <laughs> where it, it would probably be like a future update for for this but i actually realized that it'd be kind of neat to be able to share events um and basically just like what i have in mind is so you set up an event and you upload your your image and, and the date and everything. And it'd be neat if you could share a link. So if you're talking to someone or whatever, you could send them the link and that has like just a web page with just like the event and the countdown. And then if they have the app, they can tap that link and then it'll add it to their app. It's definitely a point one update. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I, I don't, I don't even know if it's point one. Like it actually is a fair bit of work with, because yeah. I'm using until I, two. Because I'm using iCloud with all of that stuff, and like iCloud until two, with two what? Sites. Until um, two, the event. <laughs> yeah. So we'll see, but that'd be something that I think would be cool. So that on on the homepage, you could actually add the these events, right? Yeah. And I could make it. That's I could really time cool. it also based on the time of the year. So like around Christmas, it it would show like a Christmas event or whatever. Like, yeah, and then you all can share. You're going to share like dub dub or like when a new Apple event yeah. comes out, people can share this in the community. Exactly, it's uh, cool, and like you can create automatic collections for like public holidays. It's nice. Yeah, I'm just like, how do I make this easy enough to do to build without having to rearchitect the entire app? One step at a time. <laughs> so we'll see. <laughs> Uh, but Congrats, I'm really man. excited for this launch. So yeah, please, people, download it, give it a try. Um, if you don't mind tweeting it out, I think that'd be cool. I would really appreciate it. Of so course, the, the most our listeners don't mind can, can know it. Uh, and uh, yeah, definitely like highly welcome people's feedback. So please let me know. Uh, also, don't forget the fave icon and. Uh... Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are the also things that I need to do. Congrats, man. So happy for you. God, wow. I was not expecting this, but I'm um, so happy that this happened. Oh, also, add a hover effect on the download. I do. Yeah, I do need to do that. Also on the follow button. There's a couple of things, like cool. maybe also some animations. But uh, So everyone, go download uh, until. Uh, get until dot app. Cool domain. <laughs> uh, yeah. Damn, so happy for you. Now you're... you're once again, an indie app developer as well. <laughs> yeah, uh, a, nice. a part-time one. <laughs> All right, should we should we wrap up with some recommendations and call it a show? Yeah, let's do it. Boom! Uh, I can start. Okay. Um, so I've I've started uh, looking into decorating my office. Like you know, I've been uh, documenting this on this show. Like um still furnishing my home <laughs> but the office is like getting close to a point where all right some art some prints would would you know i think it's time would add something so i've acquired uh, two prints that i would like to recommend because the whole experience and i think they they're pretty good one is i want to share i want to recommend um 
my friend's shop, uh, Frederic Mati, uh, and she's been on the show twice. Yeah. She's, she's a, she's a layout friend, uh, and she has been doing a bunch of art, um, and it's incredible. And she has uh, her own store, uh, frederickmati.shop, but links in the show notes. And I've got a print from her, um, and I'm, I, I'm really into it. I think it looks great. Also had it framed, um, took longer for me to have it framed <laughs> than the actual uh, delivery thing um but it's really good she is incredible it's really talented she's really talented and her art is awesome it's very colorful uh, i mean at least some of the some of the things um lo- love it so go check it out links in the show notes and another print that i got uh but this one hasn't arrived yet uh is the happy macintosh on bright yellow from susan care so, uh, Susan Kerr, you know, the famous d- designer, <laughs> um, she has her store. It's at careprints.com. And, uh, and there's this print, uh, that I think are also friend of the show, Joey. I think <laughs> Joey has one friend of this. And it's, uh, like a bright yellow with the, like, original Macintosh, like, icon. Ah. Um, so I got this one, uh, it's like a limited edition of 200, but apparently it's still up, so you can still get it. And uh, I'm really excited to get this one. <laughs> and I have another thing that I've ordered, but I mean, Susan Care is cool, but Frederick is better. One hundred percent. Yeah, so that's the, the, some of the art, some of the prints I've got, and I'm I'm happy about them. It it's definitely like at least Susan Cares. It's definitely like an office or a studio print. Um, but I think, you know, makes me happy. Yeah, so That's great. It. I love both of their, their work. It's really awesome. Uh, good recommendations. Uh, and in the same spirit of having a recommendation that's related to a previous guest on the show, I wanted to give a, a shout out to Joey's iOS 16 UI kit. Uh, so oh God, he's already released it, right? Like before <laughs> iOS 16 is even out, um, you can already get his new UI kit. Um, so I highly recommend go so well and check it out. We'll have links in the show notes. Um, and uh, for the first time, I believe, he's now offering a paid version. So, and I really like ask you that if you... Uh, if you use this for your work, please pay for it. Seriously. Like, the, Joey puts so much work into this. It's Absolutely. a huge, huge time saver and really, like, will will help you design for iOS better. If you work at a company where you use this at work, please, like, ask whoever's responsible, like, to acquire a license or more, like, at work at least. So even if you feel like it's, I don't know, can't really justify the price or something like ask at work they they can definitely do that <laughs> yeah absolutely absolutely uh, and also pay attention to how all of the components have been laid out like i know joey's been putting a lot of attention into all of these things um and so it's a it's a master class both in like how the components are laid out just as much as you know what the the actual design bits <laughs> are so yeah Check it out. And if you want to hear uh, from Joey directly about some of the behind the scenes, behind the scenes or some of the context and work behind it, listen to the previous episode of this show. At the end, we talk about uh, about the this UI kit as well. Uh, 
even then, which has been like the day of the the keynote, he's like, yeah, I might put it out this week. <laughs> like, <laughs> crazy. He's incredible. Uh, go, Joey. All right. And with that, let's uh, let's wrap this up. Thanks so much for listening. You can find uh, our website. Uh, that's layout.fm. You can find all the show notes there. Everything we mentioned links to all of the recommendations and whatever. Um, they're there. You can also sponsor this show, uh, just like our friends at Zeppelin did. Uh, go on our website again, and you have a sponsor page. You can learn more about it. If you at work, maybe maybe you're like, hey, we should we should let other designers know about the stuff we're shipping or something. Uh, yeah, check it out. And uh, you can follow us on Twitter at layout.fm. I am at Ravahari, and Kevin is at Vernal Kick. We tweet sometimes. Uh, and uh, yeah, if you have any suggestion or, you know, a topic recommendation or a question, a correction, reach out to us. DM us, mention us, whatever. We're on Twitter. We'll, we'll get it. Um, like I said, our huge thanks to, to Zeppelin once again for, for coming back and sponsoring Layout. We really appreciate it. And go check them out at zeppelin.io. All right. I'll talk to you tomorrow, Kevin. Not tomorrow. Next week. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, are we recording tomorrow? <laughs> yeah, sorry, next week. <laughs> uh, talk to you next week. Can I just, I just want to share this one story. Yeah, go for uh, it. I don't even know if we'll make it to the show. Probably not. Um, but like, so I wanted to install the macOS beta just to try continuity camera. Mm. And I double checked before, like, hey, can can I restore back, you know, from like a time machine backup? Because I don't want to run macOS betas. It's too risky. Uh, even for this show. You know? I know Audio Hijack is like, yeah, they don't even let you try. Yeah, they're <laughs> yeah, like, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, so I installed it, tried continuity camera, took the screenshots and the tweets and whatever. Like, cool, let me go back. Um, what you do, like, enter uh, boot into recovery mode and you go to, like, recover from time machine backup or whatever. And then said, uh-uh, sorry, you can't recover from this backup You'll have to erase the thing and like install from whatever and then use migration assistant. And I'm like, oh, this is, this is, it's too annoying. And like, I don't want to lose all that time. Even like running migration assistant, it'll take forever. And I didn't want to do that. I was really like trying to find another way. So I had to create a separate partition and I decided to install Monterey on a separate partition. So I have like a stable build if I need. Um, so I did that, and also Hand Mirror. I, I'm doing a lot of work on on an update for Hand Mirror, and for some reason it wasn't building uh, on beta one on Xcode beta. So anyway, so I had to move to a different partition, which was a, like clean install. I just installed Xcode on it. So I was working on Hand Mirror from that mm. partition, um, doing a bunch of work, a bunch of cool stuff with like new Windows stuff. I'm gonna add an option not only to use a little popover, but like have an actual window you can move around, you can resize, you can. Oh, that's you know, great. The, the, its position would be persistent. If you want the window to pop up, let's say, at the center, probably where you have a camera, you can do that. So a bunch of that work. And it was a very productive uh, afternoon. And then I wanted to, I don't know if you know this, but like if you right-click on the icon instead of the camera, you get the options directly. Mm. So I tried to do that, and I right-clicked, and I was not getting the options anymore. Like, God damn it, I broke it. Uh, all this work, and uh, I must have broken. So I just started like reverting back um like some of the commenting out some of the code I've been written, I've been writing and uh, nothing. I could not bring it back for some reason. I broke it and the right click stopped working, and and then it was very annoying. And like, let me try the actual, like the 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 version from the app store. And so, I wanted to move partitions and boot into my my regular partition. 
but I wanted to uh, just commit the code that I had, mm-hmm. right? So I'm, I was actually reading and like launching the project from my separate partition, okay. right? just like directly. Um, so, so I had to like switch to the folder, but the folder is like, instead of being like root slash developers would be like root slash user slash Rafa slash, you know, cause it was a different partition. I have to use like the full absolute path. Okay. Right. So I have no idea of like how to, I don't know the, <laughs> the path by heart. So I was like, God damn it. So I need to, you know, that little trick of like you drag a file from Finder into the terminal window and yeah. you just paste the full path. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, I'm so smart. I'll just do that. <laughs> right. I'll just take one of these files <laughs> from Xcode and I'll just drag that to the, to the terminal. Uh-huh. And then, uh, so I'll go in Xcode in a little inspector and I'm going to go like right click and see and, and select show in Finder. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I right click and nothing. What? <laughs> and so your right click doesn't work at all. And then it hit me, <laughs> Kevin Clark. This is a fresh install oh. of macOS. <laughs> macOS doesn't have a right click enabled by default. <laughs> that is in 2022. Amazing. Oh my god! Like, speaking like, of the bad defaults that macOS has, I've wasted like four hours of my day trying to debug this bullshit thing because Steve Jobs wanted a mouse, like a mice with only one button. God damn it. Which we have today. Like, it's fine. You can give us the right click. Yeah. Like, it's... Oh, man. You know how, like, they they keep saying, uh, Craig Federica said again, like, we had the best quarter of of Mac sales ever, and more than half are new to the Mac. Right. And I just think, like, these poor bastards, they install, they're new to the Mac, and, like, all of a sudden, they can't (laughs) right-click. And you know most folks will never even know that there's a preference that they can enable. That's the tragic part of it, yes. Especially on Ventura, where, (laughs) like, it's just a wall of checkboxes. (laughs) <laughs> seriously oh my god i'm so pissed uh, <laughs> like at apple you know yeah, yeah. not at myself i you know this is not my fault no who that's not your fault who would think that yeah such a oh, bad default it. it's like it, it was part of so. our list we should re-listen to that episode where we ran through like the the bad defaults that mac os <laughs> like gives you yeah we should do a version two of that and this would be top of the list the, the top yeah yeah I, anyway uh that, that's really funny uh how has been uh, ventura other than that other than that it's been it started out like weird rocky um there was I had, like like the first minutes first hour um for some reason the my my cursor position would every once in a while let's say i don't know every 10 minutes would reset to like zero zero like to the corner so you're moving your mouse and like boom the cursor is in the corner like this is so broken i go in like mac rumors forums or something like people see are people like complaining about this no no one was no one seemed to have this problem and then i figured out that there was a bug with bartender oh uh but luckily you know you know props to bartender dev i forgot their name but on day one they already had a beta build wow beta support for for ventura and after updating i stopped having that so um it's been stable i think for for a mac os beta it's pretty stable um every app seems to be working ish except like like audio hijack or some of those that just won't let you um 
the the music app was kind of broken like the playback would just stop but that seems to be fixed on beta 2 you know hmm. only tried it once uh, i mean today uh center stage maybe we can talk about it next stage week. manager i have fuck, there you go. fuck. <laughs> every time stage manager it's it's in the atp folks like they just like no one yeah no it's one impossible can do it. no one can anyway yeah stage manager i i want to talk about it next week uh because all friends. right i've been yeah it's a little teaser but, i've been trying it you know like 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 f- not forcing i've i've been tr- i've been giving it a fair chance i think mm-hmm. um but you know well tune in next week <laughs> nice cool i'll be <laughs> curious because my ipad doesn't doesn't have it because uh, i have the, oh, so the old ipad and then i sure as hell am not gonna go through all the trouble <laughs> <laughs> you went right. through uh, to test it out on the beta, so uh, yeah, I definitely wanted to get your your perspective on it. We'll do. All right, let's talk about it next week. <laughs> All right, okay. Let's stop the recording. Same. <laughs>